Hello and welcome to episode 102 of the Pen Addict Podcast on 5x5. My name is Mike Hurley and I am joined, as I always am, by the Pen Addict himself, Mr. Brad Dowdy. What's up, Mike? Hey, buddy. It's been an exciting, exciting week here since we've last spoke. Oh. I'm, I'm excited about this podcast. There's so much going on. It's kind of ridiculous. I'm glad that we did it a little bit later in the week just so I could calm down a little bit. <laughs> You've, that's right. It's, it's actually been – maybe that's why I'm so anxious about today. It's been, uh, it's been two whole extra days yeah. that we pushed, pushed back and uh, – you know, that makes me not sleep as well, Mike. And I know that uh, if it's bad for us, it's worse for our listeners. My because, gosh, I know. You know, they're hoping to be winners today. I know, especially when we owe them something. Yeah. Like uh, kind of a big deal giveaway that we did. And yep. <laughs> we make them wait two more extra days. At least at least they can blame you for it, right? I didn't have anything to do with this. Yeah, this was completely my fault. Yeah, yeah. Way to go. Yeah, I know. So uh, uh, all your nasty grams can go to at iMike on Twitter. <laughs> but hey, I, let, let's get straight into it. These, yep. these people want to know who won. Our, our giveaway, again, from episode 100 was easily the best thing we've ever done on the podcast. It, it was so much fun. It was. It just made me feel grateful to be in this community and to have all the support we had of all the vendors that sent us all the prizes for this and that wanted to participate in this. So we appreciate, you know, if you check these guys out that donated all these prizes, we're awesome. But I, I really, first thing I want to do, Mike, let's talk about the questions and answers, and then we'll go into the winners. Yeah. Sound good? Yeah, let's do it. Uh, Sweet. Yeah. Go ahead. Um, yes. I've got to say before we announce the winners, um, but I'll say it now because I started. If you, if you hear your name, then email us. I think yep. would be the best way to do it. And then if we don't hear it back from people, then maybe we start reaching out. Would that be fair? Yeah. So what I was thinking is I'm going to give it like two or three days just for people to listen to the podcast. I'm not yep. going to, um, I'm not going to um, break the news to them without them listening. I kind of, if they catch it and they're surprised by it, that'd be more fun. Exactly. But af- after about two or three days, I'll start pinging people say, Hey, you might, might want to listen to episode one Oh two. So you just kind of, kind of give them a hint. Either go to five by five TV slash pen addict and hit the contact button or send an email to the pen addict at gmail.com. If you are a winner and only if you're a winner, I mean, you can email about us about other things, you know, always, always. but, uh, <laughs> don't just all email and be like, I'm a winner because we know yeah. who the winners are. I have your details. <laughs> we got NSA level uh, stuff going on yep. in this uh, Google Docs <laughs> spreadsheet. It's the only way to do a competition, just to employ right. the NSA. That's right. All right, so um, we got five winners, but we had five questions I don't want to get to first. And we had 602 entries in this, by the way, Mike, which is mind-boggling. <laughs> I was uh, hoping that we get at least enough that we can... <laughs> Have a couple of people per package, you know, potentially to win. Maybe 20 responses. <laughs> All right. So um, let, me, let me give the answers real quick. For A lot of people had a lot of fun with this, and we're going to talk about some of the fun answers we got too. But um, what are the pins that shall not be named? And uh, Mike and I had a challenge in an early podcast. It was in episode 20. You know, some of these Hang people on. might. Why don't, why don't you ask me the questions? Okay. And okay. I'll see if I can get them right. All right, you ready? Yeah. Put on some Jeopardy music or something. What are the pins that shall not be named? They are the Vanishing Point and the Retro 51. Ding, ding, ding. Correct. Correct. What pin would you sign a birth certificate with? The Visionaire. Visionaire. (laughs) 
What is Brad's all-time favorite Field Notes colors release? Oh man, you know this one. This is—I I feel like there's—I have a couple of just below zero. No, but <sighs> you know what? I don't think anyone ever guessed that one, which is funny. A lot of people guessed "Drink Local" and "Night Sky." Um, a lot of people mocked me and said Shelterwood, which is pretty <laughs> funny. I got a lot of Shelterwood, you know, <laughs> answers. Um, but it's grass stained green. <sighs> that was that was my second in all honesty. Yeah. That was my second. Yeah, grass stained green. All right. Um, I'm pretty sure you'll get these uh, next two. What is the brand of Mike's iPad and notebook case? Rotofaden Taschenbegleiter. Begleiter. <laughs> Interestingly, very quick aside. So, do you remember I mentioned the Moleskin shop that opened up? Yeah, they have like the th- like they have a bunch of really strange products in there, <laughs> um, but they also have like iPad cases. Huh. Um, and I was thinking about getting one, but they don't have pockets. And now I'm really used to pockets. Like for example, yeah. I'm traveling tomorrow, and I mm-hmm. have all of my travel documents and my passport in my Rotofard and Taschenbegleiter. Yeah, I think I would like that that pocket access as well. Multiple multiple tasks per uh, item. All right, Mike has missed two episodes of the show. Name one person who filled in for him. Uh, Anna Reinert, and the other yes. person is Stephen Hackett. Yes, it's funny, that answer. A lot of people got that right between Anna and Stephen, and then we had two people with a ton of write-in votes. <laughs> Mr. Ed Jelly and Mr. Mike Dudek. <laughs> it was kind of oh, funny. Oh, really? Yeah, because they've been guests on the show, but they've never just hosted uh, with uh, myself and them. Um, we got a few, uh, the dude, right? And I'm like, no, not the dude. <laughs> <laughs> he's definitely been there. He's definitely been on the show, but he's never hosted. Just Anna and Steven. Um, and then what pin tops Brad's wish list for 2014? Uh, uh, Nakaya. Yes, sir. Nakaya. You got it. I so always get Nakaya months. and the Miki mixed up. Yeah, it can happen. It can happen. So we've, we've, uh, we've covered the answers. Let's get to the winners. That's what people are really going to listen for, yeah. You know, and as as long as they've downloaded, you know, we're good if they just you know delete it after the after they hear if they've won or not, right? I mean, we just care about downloads, right? We don't care if they really listen. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> I mean, it's, it's all downloads, downloads, downloads. Hey, but you're gonna you're gonna if you miss the second half of the show, you're gonna miss something. So, mm-hmm. all right. The giveaway winner of package. giveaway package one is Ray Newberry. From at FP Quest, yay, so Ray, yay! Ray wins the uh, the Anderson pins, Takia Staccato Black Broad Nib Fountain Pen, which is a really sexy pen. And you know, each package kind of had a primary item, and then everyone is getting everyone who won is getting a product from Dome uh, Dome Paper. Like uh, Ray's getting the Dome Large Utility Journal. He's also getting a Word Notebooks three pack. He's getting a bottle of Cult Pens Diamond Ink, a pack of Cult Pens Diamond Ink cartridge a pack of Notco dot dash cards and a sticker pack from Notco. So everyone's getting kind of that whole second bit um, of goods. So, but the primary uh, item for this one was the Anderson pins, Takia staccato black broad nib fountain pen, which is actually good. So everyone picked their, um, their favorite package. And when Ray won, I looked and see which package he wanted. And that was his first choice. And uh, congratulations, Ray. The winner of giveaway package number two is Chris DePew. At Chris DePew, 
Yay! Yay! Congratulations, Chris. You are the winner of uh, Giveaway Package 2, where the as well as all of the parts that we mentioned before, the dome, the word, and the, the diamond stuff, uh, you also are the winner of a JetPens Pilot Prera and JetPens Pilot Hiroshizuku ink of unknown origin. Ooh. That's right. They're nice, nicely wrapped. I think that might. I didn't. I didn't sort the sheet and count afterwards. I think package number two might have got the most, um, the most likes, if you will. That that's, might have been everyone's uh, kind of favorite package. That's the mystery. Mm-hmm. The mystery package. All right. Giveaway package number three. It's Mister. Carlos Franco. It's at CE Franco 2 on Twitter. Yay. Congratulations. Woohoo. So this is cool. Carlos uh, chose the Karis Customs Render K Copper Package, which is pretty awesome. Congratulations, Carlos. Yeah. Not everyone has that pen yet. That's a newish, newish release from them. And it's just a great pen, irrespective yep. of what material it's made out of. And the winner of giveaway package number four. Mr. Ron Gilmore. At Gilmore seventy, he won the Cabeco uh, Cult Pens Mini Fountain Pen, which is totally cool. Plus all the the dome, the word, the diamond ink, and the the Notco stuff. So these these are going to be some uh, some large boxes I'll be shipping out. So I'm pretty excited about loading these up and getting them out to everyone once they uh, realize they've won. Because you know we're not we're not going to tell them. You're going to have to listen to see if you uh, see if you won these packages. And finally, giveaway package number five goes to. Lori Sanders at Uncle Lori Knits. Congratulations, Lori. You are the final winner from the 2014 Pen Addict 100 giveaway. And Lori won the package with the groove for Mike Dudek and the Field Notes XOXO Fuchsia from Mike Hurley. So you I think be, that, yeah. that might have been the package I picked. I might have picked number five. It was hard to choose. It's the Fuchsia, man. People I know. Want. So, like uh,. Laurie, you will receive two separate packages. Yes. Yes. So you will, will need to help me get out that with the out. Yeah. We will get that sorted out. So thank you everyone for being involved in this giveaway. It was I don't know, mind boggling, mind blowing. Brad, I guess. How do you feel, Brad? Because I kind of I may have I've shown my hand a little bit here. How do you feel about doing this every year? Um that's a good question. I didn't think about it. Would be kind of cool. Maybe something. not at this scale. I was gonna. That was exactly what I was gonna say. This was pretty large, and this took a lot to put together. Yeah. Um. I think we could definitely do something every year, though. I think that'd be really cool. We'll have to. Uh. We'll have to. Um. Figure something around a certain time of year where we can. Uh, where we can. Um, make our make our date uh, an annual thing and and do something like that. So that'd be cool. I think we could totally do that. Because this was this was fun. I liked. Um, I like the involvement, um, you know, getting the listeners involved in in a fun kind of way, not in a, not in a, you know, it's a chore or a task kind of way, but just something fun like this, answering you know, f- fun questions about about the show. And boy, we got some funny answers too. Did you get to check out any of these? I've 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 skimmed some. I haven't looked at them in the detail that you have though. Yeah. So I want to point I want to point out a couple okay. <laughs> that were just that I got a kick out of. So um, roll. I guess Roel, R-O-E-L, he and the questions he answered. And I'm sorry you didn't run Roel because I'm going to still talk about you. So I, I want to read these questions and the answers that um, we did. And I can just kind of – I'm like picturing his face as he's filling out this form. So what are the pins that shall not be named? Gosh, these are hard already. The Pilot G2, 
I know Mike's, Mike likes that one, or at least he used to. <laughs> what pen would you sign a birth certificate with? Oh, I honestly missed that one. Jetstream or Uniball DX? Brad mentioned those as a solid go-to from time to time. You can tell he like listens. He's totally trying. Yeah. <laughs> he says, what is Brad's all-time favorite Field Notes color release? I know this one. It's a grass green letter pressed edition of some sort, right? See, he, he knew it. He knew it. He says, what is the brand of Mike's iPad notebook case? I have no idea. This is getting, <laughs> this is getting to be really sad. I promise started, I started about four weeks ago listening to per- perhaps every third episode from the beginning. <laughs> he's like trying to explain while he's missing all these now. <laughs> It's like he's got into it. It's like, I'm too deep in now. Like, yeah, I can't back stuck. out. I have to start apologizing. <laughs> so he says, Mike has missed two episodes of the show. Name one person who filled in for him. Anna, right? From the desk? <laughs> <laughs> so that was right. Good answer. And uh, what pen tops Brad's wish list for 2014? I lose. I don't know. <laughs> he he likes microtips and the high tech C, but I can't say. I know this one, Uniball as a brand. Sad. <laughs> so we had lots of fun answers like that. I mean, people, you know, that's why we weren't gonna. Um, it was not graded at all on whether you got the answers right, but that you showed some effort and had just kind of a a concept of what the show is about. And someone like Roel, you know, who hasn't listened to everything, he just he killed all those answers. I thought that was just really funny. And then we got, you know, we got a lot of people trolling me on the field notes one with Shelterwood, which uh, a lot of people got a lot of kicks out of that. Um, some people were like hyper exact, giving out the exact episode numbers where we talked about the questions. Wow. We had several people do that where in episode 21 was the the pins that shall not be named episode. So there were several people who did that, which was kind of impressive. That caught me off guard. I wasn't expecting that at all. Um we had lots of uh, Rotor Fodden, Tasha and Big Lighter, uh, interesting spellings there. Yep. Um, some people just wrote, uh, what, I forget the name of it, but someone just wrote 75 consonants. They just wrote that down. <laughs> there was probably quite a lot of, like, the German thing. Yes, yeah. a lot of the German. It's that German one that I don't know how to spell. So Toffer, um, on, the, on the field notes trolling, he said, America the Beautiful or something else that isn't as good as Shelterwood. <laughs> so I got a lot of those. <laughs> and um uh oh and, and Toffer's uh the, the fill in guest, he says, not Toffer. <laughs> he, <should, laughs> he said he should get Merlin fill in one day to yell at everyone and get all angry. And then what pen brand tops Brad's wish list for twenty fourteen again from Toffer? I honestly don't care. He doesn't like Shelterwood. His taste is probably horrible. It's true, actually. Yeah, that is true. That is true. I'm still feeling pretty good about the whole Shelterwood thing, though, to be honest with I'm you. I'm feeling very, I'm pretty good about having used them. <laughs> All right. So that was, I, I just wanted to go with some of these fun answers because I, I got a kick out of them. Yeah. Um, as I was, I was reading these and there's, a, there's a lots more um, out there, but thank you everyone for who took the time to enter this and congratulations winners. Be sure to get in touch. And uh, yeah, we're definitely we're not going to spoil this. Yeah, I hope uh, I hope everyone listens, uh, and then maybe in a few days we'll reach out to um, to the winners and say, "Hey, by the way, have you listened to episode one hundred two of the Pen Attic podcast? You might want to." So our our, our t shirts were a big hit too. Can you oh. believe we sold one hundred and forty nine t shirts? I honestly was. I, I don't know what I was more surprised about selling one hundred and forty nine t shirts or getting six hundred responses to the to the quiz 
but I to think, every I think single t-shirts. yeah i think so too actually to every single person who bought a t-shirt thank you so much because um that actually ended up being something that i didn't think it was going to be and that has uh definitely plumped up my pen budget for the rest of the year so thank you for all for doing that it's actually genuinely supported both of us yes yeah that's a that's a big deal that you guys um chose to to purchase that t-shirt that really helps mike and i out um put on this show and uh thank y'all so much for doing that it was that that definitely blew my mind more than the 602 responses to yeah, the uh, cuz I didn't expect that but you bought so many that it actually became significant so thank you so much to everyone that that bought a t-shirt yeah and yep. if you know if you wanted one and couldn't get one for whatever reason we still appreciate the thought you know yeah absolutely absolutely and you know maybe there'll be a chance and you know uh, down the line we might do something else we'll have yeah, to see yeah i mean i would I mean, this one it, this one was done as like a last minute idea that i had a couple of days before the show and i really yeah. wanted to do something fun for like the the you know, the the people that listen which is why we did the kind of jokey thing but i would like to do a more uh, designed and styled t-shirt at some point in the future so we will definitely this if you if you missed out we will do another another shirt at some point um, definitely not as orange. <laughs> yeah, definitely not as orange. Not as orange. That was that was just part of the the whole running uh, uh, whole running theme and just having fun and uh, yeah. commemorating the episode. So that it was, was the other reason. It, it, like, it, meant, it meant something to us, so uh, we did it that way. The t shirt was kind of t- three jokes in one, which was another reason yeah. why I didn't think we'd sell many, <laughs> but we did. So thank we you, did. thank you so much. All right, so that that's a wrap on our on our big episode 100 giveaway special. Oh, um, I'm it was, sad. It now. was well worth it. It's gone on for so many weeks. I'm kind of sad that that it's that it's over. Yeah, yeah. I need I to look on now. But I have a, a little piece of follow up. So, do you remember I mentioned about Night Sky? Yep. And then I had a mysterious benefactor get in contact with us. Yeah, like you didn't have, you didn't get as many as you wanted, like no. originally. So Before they sold out, right? Our mutual friend and just general benefactor in kind, Mr. Thomas Hall. Wow. Got in contact with me. And uh, Tom sent me nine packs, nine three packs. <laughs> <laughs> I think right. there was a break in uh, <laughs> at Field Notes headquarters. And uh, Mr. Hall ran out with uh, arms full of... Basically, he explained to me the reason. Because I was like, one, why are you willing to give me all of these? And two, why do you have them all? And basically, uh, Mr. Hall really wanted a black field notes. Mm -hmm. That was what he wanted. Mm -hmm. Um, And the grid system was nice, but wasn't necessarily what he wanted. So when they released Pitch Black... Mm -hmm. He bought those instead because it's black with a regular grid rather than like the crosshair grid. Yep. So he bought the bought a bunch of packs because he knew it was a book that he wanted, but then he didn't get to use them all because they released pitch black and he just bought those instead and now he can get those like forever, potentially. Yep. So uh, I now have a, bo- a box showed up full of them and also a Tomo River Paper A5 notebook, which I'm yet to try out. So uh, that's awesome. And also, I now have like six packs of Shelterwood as well because all of those have shown up. Nice. So I am am full of field notes right now, even more than usual. You are loaded up. Yeah, I didn't know Thomas had that big of a a field notes problem. That's pretty awesome. I think I have a significant field notes problem. Yeah. I'm looking around my desk, Brad, and seriously, there are just (laughs) 
piles, and I actually mean piles of of Field Notes books, like in cellophane. I mean, nice. I go through about one a month. At this rate, I'm never going to get through them. Yeah, like, it just won't are. be possible. Even if Field Notes goes out of business in like 20 years, I will have more than than I will ever need. <laughs> but I can't help yep. it because I love them so much. And oh, the video! The video! Did you problem. see the video? They have Which? a new video. A new one? Yeah. For what? Uh, for 2013 seasonal editions, America the Beautiful, oh. Night Sky, and Drink Local. Oh no! I have to go check it out because I know I've seen some people linking them. I, I saw all of a sudden a few links going to the uh, field notes. You know about how they went through every edition. I didn't realize that was a new one. So cool! I will check that out. I'll put it in the show notes, which are five by five TV slash penaddict slash one zero two. Cool. That sounds great. Um, I will have to go watch that tonight now. Yep. All so, right. Well, we got a we got a big show. We got a big show, not just from the giveaway stuff, but we had the I had the Atlanta Pin Show this past weekend, and it was epic. So um, I want to talk about that. So um, let's talk about our new best friend, Pen Chalet. Pen Chalet. Our friends at Pen Chalet have come back to sponsor another episode, simply because, quite quite frankly, all of you guys that went out and supported them last week, they were absolutely blown away, as were we with the support that you gave. You went over and you, you did what we asked and you checked them out. And I think they sold out of Pelicans <laughs> off, the, <laughs> off the, the, the fact that, that they did that amazing deal. And I'm going to tell you a bit about Pen Chalet, but they have another amazing deal, guys, just for you this time. So, Pen Chalet, in case you missed them, it's penchalet.com. That's P-E-N-C-H-A-L-E-T.com. Pen Chalet sell authentic, amazing rollables, fountain pens, ballpoints, mechanical pencils, and so much more. They have all of your favorite brands, all of the brands that you hear me and Brad talk about every week, like Monteverde, Pelican, Pilot, Namiki, Sailor, and Kaweco. And are, they are, of course, an authorized dealer of all of them. Pen Chalet offer very fast and extremely reliable customer service. They run special discounts twice a month, including closeout specials every two weeks. So you're going to get fantastic deals on all of those incredible brands. They're always adding new styles of pens. Every single month, they got new, incredible stuff, beautiful pens that you can go and check out there. And as well as all the brands that I mentioned earlier, Pen Chalet also sell a bunch of limited edition pens as well as all the pen accessories that you're going to need like carrying cases pen holders refills fountain pen converters and so much more pen chalet offer free shipping on orders over 50 dollars in the continental united states so if you're buying the sort of pens that we buy every week and you're in the continental united states you're gonna get free shipping right Mm -hmm. because i mean you know we're always spending incredible amounts of money on this stuff but they also ship internationally too and they have very reasonable shipping rates and as i mentioned before one of the great things about buying from a u.s company that have good shipping rates like pen chalet is that you can take advantage of the exchange rate uh, Pen Chalet have very low prices on high quality pens and they offer a 100% satisfaction guarantee. So go over to penchalet.com and use the code PENADDICT to save 10% off your order. But don't forget to click the podcast link at the top of the website and enter the password PENADDICT, or one word, for even more savings as well as your 10% off. Now, we mentioned a few. We looked through last week and we picked out a couple of the offers that they had, which is including the Pelican. Now, the Pelican is, is gone. They just sold out of it because of you guys and they still have a bunch of those uh, great offers as well as just the you know the fact that you get 10% off anything they have a bunch of special offers um, for 
I think they do have a couple of 205s left, actually. Mm-hmm. But a bunch of colors are gone. So you can still go and get a Pelican M205 if, if that's what you're after. Um, and they have Pilot Metropolitans and stuff. However, these offers are available to a bunch of people. But because of the great, incredible response that you guys gave last week, the guys over at Penn Chalet are doing a special Pen Addict only offer on Aurora. And I'm going to say two. TU. Yeah, I'm guessing it's the two Aurora two. They have a rollable and a fountain pen. Now, I think that I'm familiar with the brand, but I am not. I've never tried this pen out myself. You haven't either, Brad, have you? I haven't. However, this pen looks fantastic. So there's a rollable and a fountain pen version. The retail at $145. You can get the rollable for $84 and the fountain pen for $87. It's a savings of of 40%. Mm-hmm. And then you can also get your 10% off on top of that as well. Now, I'm a fountain pen guy, so I took a look at it. And the first thing I noticed was the blue resin. Version. Yeah, Mike kind of had a conniption over the blue. <laughs> what a color. It's really bright. It's really good looking with the chrome accents. I like that. So it's a stainless steel nib. Um, it has like an interesting, like uh, like they have, they use resin for the the blue one so that feels great and they have a black satin finish on the on the sort of they have a black and a black and chrome version so that's going to have like a real i guess a nice soft touch yeah that's the one i'm kind of eyeballing that looks pretty good so the black satin is 87 dollars and the one with the chrome cap and the resin is 96 dollars but they're 40 percent in both instances this is on the fountain pen off of the original retail price so go and check this out like i think this looks fantastic and uh, brad you mentioned that you wanted to, <laughs> you're now gonna get one so thanks well, for supporting I, the show <laughs> aurora, aurora has aurora has always been on my radar they make really classic styled fountain pens right yeah. i mean they're just straight up good looking pens this is to and, me the boardroom pen i always mention yeah. This is what this yeah. looks like, and just for the for the price, it's really good. I mean, it's a Aurora is an Italian brand for those who aren't familiar with it. Um, they've been around a long while, um, and they they're a very well respected brand in the uh, the fountain pen community. And uh, it's just one of those brands that you know I, I haven't gotten into. Um, like I did at the pen show, I picked up another brand. I haven't gotten into another Italian brand, but um, I, Aurora's is, have always been on my radar just because they make really good looking pens. So uh, I'm definitely going to be checking this out. So thank you so much to Pen Chalet. It's penchalet.com for supporting 5x5 and the Pen Addict. Don't forget, you'll get the special deals by uh, clicking the podcast link and entering Pen Addict. And also, if you just use uh, the code Pen Addict at checkout on anything that you buy, you'll get 10% off. Thank you so much for their support again of this show. And thanks to all of you for helping support this show by supporting Pen Chalet. Yeah, seriously, thank you so much, uh, Penn Chalet, for um, coming back again. We really appreciate it, and the listeners are just wow for uh, for supporting them and supporting this podcast. Um, that uh, that is really really special um, for you guys to do that. Mm-hmm. From Mike and myself, we we really appreciate it. Yep, you bet. So I had a busy weekend, Mike. Do we even have time for me to go over? This whole topic, I mean, it's going to be a long topic. You ready for this? I sure am. Oh, do we have... But, but we have well, we have one thing to get to before I yes. do that. Yes, that's why I was getting worried. I was like, oh no, yeah, he's sorry. forgotten. Sorry, sorry. Been, 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 
I know. Oh. I'm good at that. I'm good at skipping that. I just wanted to tease you that time a little oh, bit. Oh, right, right. Yeah, yeah, of so course, our, of course. Our pen blog of the week is going to sound familiar to uh, listeners of the beginning of this episode. <laughs> it's Mr. Ray Newberry, the winner of giveaway package number one, writes a blog called Fountain Pen Quest. That's how I knew Ray. Um, when his name came up, I was like, I know that guy. He writes Fountain Pen Quest. So Ray does a great job. If you uh, go over to his site right now, I think it kind of, I think his, his header rotates, but he's got the Edison Menlo, oh, which is an awesome pen in his, in his header image. But Ray does a really good job um, doing, uh, it's pretty much all fountain pen, uh, fountain pens and ink reviews. And he has a lot of, he's got a wide ranging collection, some new pens, some old pens. He like reviews a lot of Esther Brooks and a lot of the different nibs that come with Esther Brooks that we've talked about before. Um, he it, it reviews some of the brand new pens that we talk about. Um, and he's just got a really wide ranging collection. He's got a lot of ink, so he does a lot of ink reviews and he does it in a really, um, really nice format. His uh, photos are always great. His reviews are very informative. And uh, I've kind of I've been following his blog, I don't know, for maybe a year or so, and uh, I'm always excited when, when Ray puts up a, no, a new post because I know I'm going to enjoy it. So thank you, Ray, for writing Fountain Pen Quest so you guys can check it out at fpquest.com, and we'll have that in the show notes too, but it's it's just fpquest.com, and you can get there real easy, and uh, make sure you uh, go check out all of Ray's reviews. All right. So pretty much my biggest pen weekend of the year was last weekend, the 2014 Atlanta Pen Show, which starting in January is when I start getting anxious for the show and I start talking about it. Oh, it's coming soon. Oh, I'm saving my money. It's coming soon. So I, by the time it gets here, I'm like, you know, can't sleep at night. I'm all, I'm all anxious to, to go, and, you know, I pack like two days before, make sure I have everything I want to take and, you know, which really isn't that much, but you know, I'm anal retentive that way, but I had the best time this year, Mike, it was, um, you know, the more you do anything just like this podcast or pin reviews or anything, this is now my third show. And the more you do something like that, you're more comfortable you get. So, I remember the first year I was kind of like a deer in the headlights and I was a little shy and naive and, you know, probably didn't get the experience that, you know, I could have if I was a little more experienced. It just comes with time. And then by the second year, I had built up the confidence in what I was looking for in pens and the ability to talk to other people and have discussions about pens and likes, dislikes, wants, needs, things like that. So by this year, you know, I was ready to just kind of um, open it up a little bit and, you know, just kind of have the freedom to go in, talk to anyone, do anything and just kind of, you know, just kind of play it real loose and casual and, you know, get some things done that I, I wanted to do, like meeting some specific people and uh, just have more of a, a fun, free time. And it was everything I hoped for and more. I wrote in uh, my review for The Pen Addict, for me, the biggest, my biggest takeaway of the whole experience was it wasn't about the pens at all. It was really about the people I met and the conversations I had and the friendships I made um, at the show. I mean, I just, I walked around just talking to people and I just feel like I never wiped a smile off my face. It was so much fun. And I encourage anyone who's in range of a, of a pen show to, to go and take it in the, 
people you meet and deal with at, at shows like these are genuinely awesome. Um, they're really great. They're so willing to help. And then for me to have this added thing of the Pen Attic blog and podcast where I can, you know, mention if readers are coming there and, you know, I'd love to say hi and meet you to have that extra um, benefit of meeting all these new people that are just visiting the show and that have read the blog or listened to the podcast in the past and just say hi and uh, have a conversation with them is just, it was so, so cool. I, I mean, I, I'm going to be redundant, but I just had the best time. I, I, it's hard to even explain talking about it. It's hard to explain in words, but let me just kind of go through what the day was like for me. Um, if that's okay, Mike, and, um, We'll just kind of talk about it from there and let me know if you got any questions. That sound good? Yeah, I, I loved your post, by the way. Oh, thanks. Thanks. It was, uh, I tried to do it a little bit different. I tried to do it more of like a play-by-play of how my day went as opposed to, you know, talking about pens and inks and the technically, you yeah. know, what I bought. It was more about the experience, which is what I call the post. And that's, that's what it felt like. It was just, it was super fun. So um, when I got to the show... I got to the show a little bit early. Doors opened at 10, and I pulled in the parking lot about 9.30. And I just happened to – I was just killing time in my car for a second. I pulled up Twitter, and I saw a tweet from a guy I'd never met, a guy named Pierce. And he said, hey, I'm in. Got my ticket. Let's, we're ready to go. And I'm like, man, I don't even – I don't know this guy, but let's get out the car and go meet him real quick. So <laughs> I did. <laughs> I walked straight out the car and walked into the thing and – uh um paid my admission and you get a little name, you know, just like a hello, my name is sticker, you know, on there. And, uh, I saw the one that said Pierce and I said, Hey Pierce, I just saw your tweet and you know, guy I'd never met in my life before. Um, but it was like, we're friends just because of being in the same place, you know, having the same, like, you know, we can have a conversation just about anything. It's like, we're long lost friends and even though we'd never met before. And that's kind of how it was all day long. Um, and it turns out Pierce lives down closer to me than he does the pen show. So we're hopefully going to get together um, later, maybe talk about pens and uh, and you know some other things like that. So he's actually close, pretty close by to me. So that was cool. And then um, you know another friend that I'd I'd seen at the pen shows before, uh, a guy named Gray Williams. I'd seen him, and he's you know been. I've talked to him on and off through Twitter, and saw him at the pen show last year, um, but didn't really talk to him. And uh, he came up and we started talking and we started talking about field notes and things like that. And, you know, just had a great conversation about that. And then Heath Cates comes in from the uh, pen, paper, ink letter blog who lives about two hours away. So he drove in and I got to meet Heath for the first time, which he was a really nice guy. And we had some good conversations about, you know, what he's looking for because this was his pen, first pen show. So, you know, what's he looking for today and the things he's going to try to do and things like that. So I got to meet him. And then by that time, it was about 10 o'clock and, you know, the doors open and we kind of all went our separate ways and went in through the show. And, um, you know, I, of course, I had to make sure I got on uh, Mike Masayama's list to get a nib grind done. And I actually had a, a friend, another friend of mine, Mark Backus, he helps, um, he does the website for the um, Atlanta Pin Show. So he was in early and he put me on uh, Mike Masayama's list. So I was number two on the list for the day. So I got in to see him pretty early. Um, he fixed up my Lamy 2000, which was, which was bugging me again. So he's, he's got it all smooth and working properly now. And then I went over and talked to Brian and Lisa Anderson, who were just awesome. 
Um, I, I swear I talked to them for about 20 or 30 minutes right out the gate in the morning. Um, this is before even looking at any pins or anything, just talking with them. Um, I dropped them off some Notco products because they had expressed some interest in them. Um, and then we just we just chit-chatted. They gave me a America the Beautiful edition because they, they were laughing. They said, well, we got a present for you. We listened to the podcast on the way down the last episode where I, talking, I was talking about, you know, maybe I need to to get another pack of that. So they gave me a pack of that. So that was nice. Um, so I got some, got some field notes from them. And, and then I, after I talked to them, I had set up, um, a hold from Van S pens from Lisa Van S. They were carrying Ackerman inks and they were bringing a bunch to the show. And they had said over Twitter, if anyone was looking for any particular colors to let us know, we'll hold them for you. So I went over there, talked to them. They had my inks on hold. Um, they were super nice. This was their first time at the Atlanta Pen Show. Was Lisa and Wendy from Van S Pens. Um, I think they had a pretty good time. Um, they were super nice. It was great to meet them in person. Um, and then I had a gentleman from Alabama bring me more of these cigar box pen holders that I have ordered in the past. Um, his name's John, and he, instead of shipping them to me, he knew who was coming in the show, so we met up on Saturday, and he dropped those off to me. So that was good. So it was, I, I kind of had a real busy first two or three hours just meeting people that I had planned on meeting. Um, you know, During that time in the morning, uh, the one and only Jeff Abbott came to the show, um, who writes some for the Pen Attic, and you know Jeff, right, Mike? Jeff, from, yeah. yeah, he does some work with Sean Blanc and, and uh, several other guys. Um, he was great. Me, me and him hung out a lot throughout the day. We kind of wandered the show together um, most of the day. He was a super nice guy, and he he made some cool purchases that will hopefully be reviewed on the Pin Addict in the future. And he got some nib work done by Mike Masayama and things like that. So I don't know. It was like twelve or one o'clock before I even started looking at a pen. I mean, I'd already made a trip to the car to drop off the ink and the cigar box pen cases, and I haven't shopped for a pen at all yet. So. I got back from from that drop off and I said, okay, I think I've got all the the tasks down that I wanted to get done. You know, the people I needed to meet. Um, I had some more people I needed to meet, but it was just more to say hi. And did you and, have some like and, some babies to kiss and some yeah, some babies to, to open kiss and, some things and like stuff that. like that? Yeah. But no, there was a guy guy from Macon <laughs> that always goes to the pin shows and uh, has a table there. So I wanted to make sure to talk to him. And there's a guy from the Southeast Pin Collectors Club that you know wanted you to come over. So I went made sure I didn't go talk to him and things like that. Then I met several several readers. I mean, a handful of readers or more. This and it's funny. I've had a, a couple of people email me afterwards, like I saw you, but I was too shy to come say hi. Hey. Uh, so hey, yeah. maybe I'll come see you next year. I'm like, okay. <laughs> So we, we decided for next year, Mike, that we're going to um, get you over here. Okay. And and we'll get a table and we'll just like live broadcast the pen show. That'd be <sighs> thrilling, wouldn't it? Oh god, that'd be so good. <laughs> we could do a live we could do a live episode of the show live from the Atlanta yeah. pen show. Yeah, bring in bring in guests. Yeah. I, yeah. So yeah, and when you guys have your booth, I could be like your booth babe or something. That's right. You know you could totally be our booth babe. Yep. It was funny to see to see business Brad like seeping his way into the post where you're like, you know, I went and spoke to such and such person, dropped them off some samples of knock products and I was like, oh business Brad. Yeah, business Brad was uh business Brad was taking care of business the first couple hours of the show. You Good. know, we got uh we got things to do, man. We got we got worlds to conquer and um 
so we're trying to trying to get that done. So yeah, I got some good feedback on the on the knock stuff and some some good uh, some good business Brad notes for that. So that was good, that was good for sure. But then business Brad went into shopping Brad. Mm-hmm. Well, shopping Brad is enabled by business Brad. Yes, yeah, we need business Brad to be successful so we can have shopping Brad, right? Uh-huh. <laughs> but um, I kind of had my list. From we spoke about last week, I just kind of had a general kind of ballparky, nothing super specific, um, other than the Ackerman ink, which I was going to pick up from Vaness, and the nib grinds from Mike Masayama. And I got one from Pendleton Brown too, just because I'd never um, had a pen worked on by him, and I wanted to get a stub nib from him. And it seems very nice. I just haven't had time to use it um, yet, but that was a good experience with Pendleton. But my shopping list was a vintage Ultra Flex nib. Uh, Franklin Kristoff with a Masuyama needle tip. Um, the Stormtrooper Vanishing Point, I just wrote down knowing that I probably wouldn't find it, which I didn't. Um, and a spare Pelican Italic 14K nib, um, which I thought I probably wouldn't find either. And then I mentioned that, you know, I really kind of in the back of my head, I was going to look at that Visconti Wall Street pen, which we've talked about before. Um, it's a really beautiful, expensive pen that, you know, that would be kind of my. If I went with a one pen, it would be that, you know, because it's kind of expensive. So that was kind of the list in the back of my head. And, you know, I checked off a lot of the things on the list, surprisingly. You know, I got a, um, a vintage Ultra Flex nib, which I haven't really shown pictures of because I've been busy cleaning it and, and doing some things with it. I got to ink it up, but I bought a Waterman 52, which is just a classic kind of an all-time design Waterman um, the link in the show notes is almost the exact one that I bought. It might even be the exact one. It was actually hard to find a picture of it since I hadn't even taken my own picture yet. I could have sent it to you. But I think this is the exact model. It's just like a rubber barrel with the chasing on it and a lever filler and a really, really flexible nib. So this is going to be cool to play with. So I'm anxious to um, to get that going. And I bought two pens from Franklin Kristoff. And that's all I can say about those. I'm so I so intrigued by this. <laughs> I don't know. I'm kind of nervous. I'm kind of okay. nervous. Okay. You know, kind of blind blind buying for someone, but I, I don't want to ruin the surprise for you. So I've got I've got these Franklin Kristoff pens that I want to talk about. And um so this is what's interesting about- because people will know that on last week's episode that I asked Brad to get me a Franklin Kristoff and we spoke and I told you what one I wanted you to buy me, but you clearly bought something else, and that's what I'm so excited about. Yes, I clearly bought something else because they got wiped out. I mean they didn't there was not a lot of choice. Right. So um I actually had other people telling me that they came for like some of the um you know, like the smoke and ice uh, the pocket pins that I have. Mm-hmm. When I got in Saturday morning, I think they'd sold the last one by the wow. time I made it over to their table. Wow. And that was Saturday, a.m. Saturday. So I think it was a pretty good show for them. I mean, they had they had gaps all over the um, all over the table from things that were gone. And I actually talked to, to one of the guys there, and they're just really behind on production, which um, I, I know that feeling. <laughs> <laughs> and, um, you know, they're just trying to catch up. And, you know, their popular products are selling really, really well. So – Good. We'll see. Your uh, your package shipped today. Mm. So um, 
I'm sure we won't have it next week podcast, but maybe in two weeks if we're lucky. Yep. You'll you will get it and then we can have a we'll have an episode on on that and um see if I passed or failed. Oh, it, it might be the week after. Yeah. Oh, actually no, it might be okay. No, 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 never never mind. We're because we're recording late that week, aren't we, rather than Yeah, we'll have to look at the schedule. But yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean I usually figure about two weeks to get you something from me. And seems to be pretty consistent, but we'll see. I'm I'm honestly I'm nervous. So I <laughs> we'll see. We'll see. <laughs> But I can't talk about what I bought because that would kind of give away, um, give you some ideas. So I'm not even going to talk about what, about what Franklin Christoph I bought. So, so there. Hmm. So those are two pins that I bought, a Waterman and a Franklin Christoph. And then I only bought one other pin, but it was kind of my big purchase. And it wasn't the Visconti Wall Street. Um, because do you remember... It's probably been a year or so, and we were looking at, um, I think it was Stephen Brown's video of this Visconti Typhoon pin, and it had that mosquito needle filling system. Yeah. Yeah, so I found one of those. <laughs> what? <Did> you... <laughs> I don't get it, man. I don't get it. <laughs> and it's not the needle filling system. It's the pin. It, I don't even know that I'll use the filling system, but it's the pin. The pin is awesome in person, and it was a really good price. Um, it is so cool. It's, it's got this, it's got the real selling point for me was the, the chamber system that's on the inside of it. And I'll have to do some pictures. We'll have a whole podcast episode, uh, uh, a whole right. segment on the podcast about yeah, this. I need to hear about I, this when I review it. Cause I don't understand um, it, don't but it's it. basically, it's basically got two chambers on the inside of the body. Okay. And unlike a regular, like vacuum filling fat fountain pen where it's just one huge chamber you can like segregate the chambers for travel and get the ink all into the back chamber and seal it off so no ink can leak from your pen so like it's good for airplane travel any travel um that's like one of the biggest features of it and then the nib on top of that which i i forget the material the name is of the nib chromium or something like that it's just right. it's this round nib it's it's pretty cool it writes really good i've been real happy with it so far um the needle tip the needle filling thing that's kind of gimmicky i actually filled it up i had trouble filling it with that and the um just filling it normally you know dipping the nib into the inkwell and filling it that way worked much better for me so yeah then the the mosquito fillers in the box um but just everything else about the pen is pretty cool i'm pretty happy with it so that's all the pens i bought I bought three pens, really. Um, you know, I actually stayed within my budget for my stuff and kind of I bought a bunch of other things for other people that, you know, kind of blew my budget, but that wasn't, you know, necessarily counting in my budget. The money I took just for my budget for my stuff, I stayed under that, which was good because um, I, I, I frankly didn't buy that much. You know, I, bought, I did buy a couple of extra Franklin Christoph nibs the, um, for my pocket pens. I just wanted some variety. Like I wanted a needle tip that I could swap into one of those. I bought that. I bought the Ackerman ink, which I talked about. I bought one of the turquoise blues and one of the kind of dusky purples, um, the cigar box pen cases. Um, got the nib work done by Mike Masayama and Pendleton Brown. Um, I bought some stuff from, I uh, bought some ink from Anderson Pens. Um, I bought a bottle of Konpeki, which I was out of. And I bought another bottle of um, Organic Studio Blue Merle, which I've had a bunch of people asking me about, wanting to know how that was. So I got that. Um, and like someone like Anderson coming to the show, they're not like most of the under, other vendors there. Most of the other vendors, 
um, carry a lot of vintage and just kind of vintage pens. Well, Anderson carries vintage pens, modern pens, ink, paper, accessories. So I was able to pick up some accessories I needed, like I needed some new Sailor converters, you know, and I bought some um, some nib smoothing sandpaper from them. You know, you're able to pick up things like that at a pen show that you you could order online, but you know it saves you the shipping and and things like that, and it's just good good little add-on items. So that was kind of my haul from the show. Um, it was good. It was pretty good. I'm pretty happy with with what I came home with. Um, I think so. The show ran from ten ten a.m. to five on Saturday, and by like I don't know by about two o'clock, it was about one thirty. Me and Jeff Abbott were just like, man, we're tired. We're tired and hungry. Let's go get some lunch. And he was waiting in line for a Mike Masayama um, a nib grind. So we waited like another hour. And then we went and grabbed some lunch about three um, just down the street, came back. And about five o'clock, the show was wrapping up. And I had set up just a real informal pen addict meetup that if anyone, you know, read the blog and wanted to, you know, come by and have a drink or just chit chat and, you know, see what, see, you know, see what pens you bought that day or paper or ink or try out some pens and things like that. Just come over to the hotel bar from five to seven. I said, I'd be there. And, um, Jeff Bruckwicky, my not co-partner was there and he brought his wife and Mark Backus, who I mentioned before, um, who, who helps organize the, the website for the pen show and Gray Williams and Jeff Abbott and Heath Cates and, um, uh, Matthew Morth, Morse, which is at Hey Matthew on Twitter. Does that sound familiar, Mike? Do you know who, who at Hey Matthew is? Sure do. He is the guy that um, I call him my visionaire champion. He's the guy in the visionaire uh, comments back when it was all hot and heavy. Um, that was like, guys, this is there's something not right. He was the one that was taking all the grief for uh, <laughs> calling out the visionaire in the visionaire comments. It was pretty funny. So he was there and his wife was there. Um um, at the show, and uh, so he came to the meetup afterwards, and the Andersons came to the meetup afterwards, and uh, Mike Masayama was hanging around at, at the bar there afterwards, and uh, we just had the best time after the show. Number one, I was glad to sit down and get a drink because I was tired. My feet were tired and my eyeballs were tired. You spend a lot of mental energy at a show like that, just walking around and talking to people and checking everything out. So. I was exhausted. I was just ready to sit down and uh, have a beer, have a nice cold beer, and just talk with talk with everyone and see how, you know, how their show was. And I mean, you know, we probably had at the most, you know, eight or ten people. But you know, we just sat around in a big group, ordered some drinks, you know, ordered some hors d'oeuvres, um, took out some pens and paper, and acted like the the dorks that we were. But that's still, it, boy. I like <laughs> that. The talks that we are. It's that's yep, that is it. But it is. But it was so much fun. I mean, I just talking to everyone and even not about pen stuff. I mean, we just talked about life and just other things and you know, just it, it just ended up that ended up being the highlight of the show for me, honestly, to sit down with all these people that I knew either in person who I'd met in the years past or who I'd only met online and talked to online before. Um all these people had traveled, like Jeff Abbott came from Alabama and Heath Cates from came from Alabama. And, you know, I came from, you know, a little bit south of it, a- Atlanta and um, Matthew Morse came from South Carolina. And to get all these people in the room together and, you know, just sit out the bar, sit at the bar and just chit chat. That was by 
far in a way the highlight for me um after the show and you know I planned on being there from five till seven because I was driving home that night, but I didn't end up leaving until about eight thirty, just because we were enjoying the conversation so much. So it it was really fun, and and that was my my biggest takeaway, you know, from that whole thing was just that you know the the people are the best part of the show, Um, bar none. You know, if you if you didn't have any money and just paid your admission fee to walk around and and talk to people and you know even meet up with people afterwards, that would be totally worth going even if you didn't purchase one item it's it's really really worth it to just go and hang out and talk to people um you know fortunately you know i've had a platform over the years to be able to talk to people um online so i was able to you know arrange some you know meetings and some the meetup and have other people additional people come and and talk and meet and say hi and chit chat but even if you don't know anybody it's worth going just to be in that atmosphere and to kind of soak it all in. It was, it's a pretty amazing experience. I had, it's, it's one of the best times I've ever had in anything, not just at a pin show, just genuinely good times. And I hope, you know, next year will be even better. Here, here. Mm-hmm. I'm glad you're, I'm glad you had such a good time, mate. I did. I did. And, you know, it's like I said, you know, I almost don't even care about the pins that I bought just because the the memories and the conversations were more important. It, it, it's, it's, it was definitely a change this year compared to the previous two years where I was very focused on the pins and things like that. This year was much different and um, not that the previous years weren't enjoyable. They were thrilling, but this was the way it should be. It's, this was like a like an annual meetup of just friends more than a pen show and that's what I'm going to do uh, with the London pen show this year mm-hmm. spend more time yep for sure. yeah because you kind of you kind of got rushed last year yeah I I, it kind of snuck up on me and, and I didn't have the full day that I wanted yep yep well cool that's good and you should uh, you know hopefully maybe some uh, listeners can come out and uh, and say hi yeah that would be great mm-hmm. awesome Thank you, sir. Right, I think that wraps it up for this week's episode of the Pen Addict Podcast. Thanks again to penchalet.com for being this week's sponsor. If you want to find uh, information about the show, show notes and all that fun stuff, then you want to go to 5x5.tv slash penaddict slash 102. If you want to catch up with Brad online, he's at dowdyism on Twitter, D-O-W-D-Y-I-S-M, and he writes over at penaddict.com, and I am iMike at iMike on Twitter, I-M-Y-K-E. Thank you so much for listening to this week's episode of the Pen Addict Podcast. Until next time, say goodbye, Brad. Goodbye, Brad.